and scene. So this is episode 52 of Botcast, our second ever live episode. Um, and right off the bat, I got to tell you something, because for anybody that wasn't paying attention last night, which is pretty much like 99.9999999% of the world, um, because I think we had all of five people check in on us last night. So to those five, thank you. Yep. <laughs> we hung out last night on Twitch for a bit. That Mike was super had the, fun, man. You had the brilliant idea of just playing some like classic Canadian TV, but then not having any volume to it, having Canadian music going in the background. Yep. It was great. It was kind awesome. of awkward sometimes. Yeah, but it's okay. But, but we, it is what but it like is. We went through like the National Film Board of Canada. We went through Degrassi. Yep. We uh, had we some Telefrancais. Telefrancais. Yeah. We had some great tracks in there too. We had some uh, Today's Special. Yes, we did. And we had yeah. some requests music wise. So that was awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, but when we were hanging out last night, I meant to tell you about this and I completely forgot. Okay. I received a parcel from AliExpress which I believe may have been one of the leftover items from our Christmas exchange. Okay. So I'm going to hold this up for the folks to see if there's anyone paying attention, but it's a keychain That finally came. <laughs> it's a weird Batman keychain. It's pretty cool. I'm not going to lie. It but, reminded me of like, of Kevin Smith. I don't know why. Yeah, I totally get it. <laughs> And so I know, yeah, so, I know the 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 admiration you hold for Mr. Kevin Smith. Oh, very high. Yeah, there's there's a lot of things he would have to do wrong in order for me to no longer hold him in such high regard. Yeah, and he is not anywhere near that yet. No. So, um, so yeah, it was it was cool last night. We hung out till probably way too late, but what can you do, right? What it was fun. I'm a little disturbed by this setting. <laughs> Welcome to the show, everybody. You want to taste the little- salty balls? <laughs> I swear, if somebody breaks out a dusty muffin, <laughs> we're gonna leave it like this for a little bit. Oh God. I feel like I should have a mask on. There should be, sorry, it's mirror imaged. There should be a partition like here between Mike and I. I'm just going to. This is not social distancing. Yeah, I'm just going to move over. (laughs) How's that? See, isn't live streaming fun? Yeah, sure. (laughs) (laughs) I should make something like this, but it's around a campfire. Yeah, see, there you go. For those of you that are listening to the audio version, um, first off, shame on you. You should be watching the live version. Um, Mike has put us in like this weird hipster coffee shop. And uh, (laughs) it's a little unsettling, not going to lie. It's fun. Um, fun. So it's been a week and a bit since we talked last. You've had some interesting stuff going on in terms of vehicle issues yes vehicle issues weather well it started with inclement weather for those who are in ontario you know what i'm talking about we got dumped on um 
which led to like a two-day digging out of the cars on my property um, and getting them out. And then yesterday, I was planning on going into Whitby, which is just south of us here, um, to go pick up a new chair that, that, that we had ordered online that was ready for us to pick up. I was going to use my trailer because I didn't think that it would fit in my, in my SUV. So I go to move my one car that's blocking the trailer and it doesn't move. Nothing turns on. It's just, it's stuck there. And it's an older, I say older, it's a 2013. It's not like it's a. Okay. Like so it's not an old car. Yeah. No, but it's almost 10 years old at this point. And the quality of like, you don't get the same level of insulation in cars that old that you do today and all of that. Uh, turns out my battery was completely frozen and was literally like a block of ice. So as I mentioned last night on our little DJ stream, um, brought her in and got her warmed up in the basement, gave her a quick little jump this morning and, uh, car moved. And it's so like, at that point, I'm like, I have to drive the car. Like, I can't just like put the battery in like, yay, it's working. Now it's like, I got to take the, the car for a little rip around the block, make sure it's all good. And yeah. take it out for a good run. Give yeah, it a chance it. to, yeah, yeah, do its thing. Sure. Um, that is why I have in my vehicle. I was an early adopter of this when Canadian Tire first had them come out to the public a while, like years ago. Uh, yeah. One of those battery packs that you can charge and have in your car. Yep. The Eliminator, I believe that they call yep. them back in the day. Yeah, yep. I've got one of those. Yep. This smart. thing's a beast. It works great. It's got some other functions built in there too. Like it's got USB uh, ports so you can charge something if you ever get, you know, stuck in a ditch or something yep. like that. Or the thing is handy. There's yep. no way around it. So yep. I haven't, knock on wood, luckily had to use it yet, but no, it's, I've it's, got well, it. It's just like, like when we moved out here, I ended up buying like, um like a roadside kit to keep in the car oh, totally and yeah. like just because of the, like the nature of the driving i do it here now where it's like it's it's country roads you're sometimes the only car on a road every 10 minutes like if something happens you you want to obviously be prepared and i never thought about that in the city because it's like if something happened in the city you'd see 10 people before you could turn your head left and right Oh, totally. <laughs> but it, it, it is one of those better safe than sorry type situations. So I am glad that you got the battery working uh, and the car is good to go, though. That's awesome. Yeah. So, yeah, no, that was that was good. I had a little <laughs> little mishap today with my ATV. Um, we were like Kim and I were just sitting around and she's like, it's a beautiful day. Like, you should go out, go out for an ATV rip. I'm like, yeah, you know what? I should. So I get all, like, I get my gear on, ready to go, get the ATV out of the garage. And I've got both cars on the driveway, and I can't get around it because I put two big mountains of snow where I would normally get the ATV. Yeah, okay. Um, So I'm like, okay, I'll just, I'll drive across my front lawn. Sure. No. As soon as I hit the, like, so my front lawn goes into a ditch and then comes back up to the road. All the snow that we got this week, base like literally like past my knees. Yeah, you're you're and stuck. I just there's no way you're sucked right in. Like and like I'm stuck. Like I can't get this <laughs> thing to go forward. I can't get this thing to go backwards. Yep. So I get my car. I've got a I've got a hitch on my car. 
and I've got a winch on my ATV, thank God. So I was able to to get the winch out to the car. I wrap it around my hitch on my car. My neighbor sees me doing all this. He comes out. He's like, need a handler, Mikey? Like, fuck. Embarrassing, man. But at the same time, you're like, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) He's like, I'll get on the back of the ATV. You pull. So he jumps on the ATV, turns it on. He's wheeling it up the hill. I pull it out and then it was all fine. And I'd say all this, like it was like a half an hour deal. I finally get the ATV out on the lake to go for a rip. It's like, it's still like, I don't know, 15 centimeters of snow on the ice. So it's like, there's no traction. There's no nothing. And it's like, fuck, this went through all of that to go out onto the ice. And I can barely go 10 miles an hour. Oh, totally. What's the point, right? (laughs) Yeah. So here you are, you're probably just putzing home frustrated as all get out that you can't go out for a rip and all that for nothing all that for nothing but it was still nice out so got a little bit of it wasn't the end of the world i mean um i don't know if i ever told you this but uh, when we were back in newfoundland this summer yep my my father was actually helping out a neighbor um they were replacing the siding on their house yeah and that's right up my dad's alley like that's the type of project he loves working on the neighbors are uh well it's actually uh two people and then it's and they're both in their 80s like late mid to late 80s yep and then it's one of their kids and his wife and they're both let's say late 40s early 50s um and they both work so they were helping out where they could but with my father helping out they were able to get through the project a lot quicker it went a lot smoother everything worked out awesome um and dad was happy to do it because again that's the type of pet project he loves to work on right the (laughs) the family decided as a thank you to give my dad this old i think it's an 84 maybe an 85 like honda trike like a three-wheeler wow this this thing has been stuck in a shed since like the late 80s it still has the original paint i'll have to get my dad to send up pictures yeah and i'll have to show them to you because this thing is mint it is so good and i mean you can't buy them now no but if there's still one around and it's kicking it's not illegal <laughs> you just can't go out and buy a new one that's so wild he, so he actually had it out like moose hunting this year <laughs> yeah and yeah it worked great like the only thing he had he had to do a little bit of tune up to it right stuff like that he had to do a little bit of tinkering and he had to order new tires for it that's the most expensive thing for it but that's it that's <laughs> like wild, it's just, man like the paint job on this thing, it's total 80s. It's mostly red, but it's got a little bit of white and blue in there too. Yeah. Like it's total 80s paint job. I'll, I honestly will have to see if I can get him to send yeah, a picture because he's so proud of it too. So, I mean, he wasn't doing it for it, but that's what they gave him as a thank you. So nice. Good, good for him, honestly. Not bad. Not bad yeah. at all. Uh, I can't remember the last time I saw one on the, on the go. I kind of want to look look one up really quickly. Yeah, <laughs> it's it was pretty impressive. So I don't know about you, but I will say this much: this <gasps> weekend in particular, 
Yes. Oh, did you find one? Yes. <laughs> That's amazing. Mike's reaction right now. If it's the same paint job that I don't know if you're able to share your screen there. Let's take a look. Bringing up the screen sharing. That's pretty much it. Yeah, that's the one. That is awesome. Yeah. That is nice. exactly the one. And uh, yeah, the thing is pristine, honestly. Wow. And Got yeah, us. took it took it up in the backwoods of Newfoundland when you go and moose hunting this fall past. So, and they locked out. They got their moose. There so, so yeah. Uh, I was about to say, like, I don't know about you, but this weekend's been pretty, I don't want to say lazy, but it's been a pretty relaxing weekend. Yeah. Yeah, we didn't have much going on this weekend, um, which has been pretty nice. But the reason I mentioned that is because I think this kind of lends into one of the topics you wanted to kind of discuss tonight, because one of the ways a lot of people relax is gaming. Yes. Now, you wanted to talk one of the OG gaming methods, which is actually PC gaming. Yeah, like, and like, and that's how I kind of grew up. Like, I was yeah fortunate. Like, my dad worked at IBM. So oh, okay. Always had a computer in the house from like fair enough. Ages. Um, and I can vividly remember playing like Frogger, Montezuma's Revenge, Burger Time. Yep. Um, all on like a little, like, black and orange screen. Totally. Almost like a doll screen, but like which, like with your old school mechanical keyboards, which people would look at like now and probably be in heaven just with the clickety clack that. Oh sure, yeah. Um, but yeah, like I was just I, I was curious because like so much I think of popular culture today is influenced by gaming. Yes. Um. And like different types of gaming, like not just video games and computer games, but like fantasy games and role playing games and all that sort of stuff. Yep. Um, but I was curious, just like as kind of both kids of late seventies, early eighties, when at home consoles was becoming more of a regular thing. Like, did you grow up playing anything? Was there anything that, that you? Oh, for played? sure. Oh yeah. man, um, not so much on the PC side. I will say though. Going into, say, junior high and a little bit of high school, um, I had friends that were into PC gaming that I got more exposed to that. Um, I can vividly remember the first time seeing, like, Doom. Oh, my God. That was (laughs) mind-blowing. Yep. That was crazy. Uh, Or, like, uh, what was the other one? Wolfenstein? Wolfenstein 3D. Oh, that was another one. That game was crazy good. Yeah, that just again blew my mind. Yeah. Um you and I aren't that far apart in age, but no. we're far enough that there's enough of a gap where there is a bit in terms of even technological differences. Oh, yeah. Um so for me, my first gaming system was an Atari. My first um, gaming system was uh in television. So for me, it was an Atari and one of my favorite games i mean aside from frogger like you mentioned uh we have miss pac-man yep it was really hard to get your hands on pac-man so uh pitfall okay uh keystone cops 
I really dug Keystone Cops. And if you're not familiar with it, I'm sure you could find a clip of it on YouTube. Uh, it was a good basic game. Okay. Um, Joust. Absolutely loved Joust. That game sounds super familiar. It looked like you were like riding giant ostriches. <laughs> And you had like a lance jousting, right? But in the air. And if you hit an enemy, they would just disappear. And you had to collect eggs or coins or whatever. And yeah, it was, again, you can look it up on YouTube. But I absolutely loved that game. So that was my first, my first foray into gaming, really. Got it. Um, And and then went from there to Nintendo. Yep. I got to the point with Nintendo because I was a huge, again, Marvel nerd. So the Wolverine game for Nintendo. Yep. Um, I didn't realize it back in the day, but it's the equivalent now of doing a speed run. Okay. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I would go through the Wolverine game in about eh, 18, 19 minutes. Really? Yeah, and just go through it and like finish the game and not real like try and do as little as possible, just finish the game as quick as I could. So, would that did that like just become like the new challenge? Like, how fast well, can I do this game? Because, yeah, like, pretty much for me, so uh, yeah, just to see like how quick I could do it without getting killed and you know, so that type of thing, right? Um, so I went from Atari to Nintendo to Super Nintendo. PlayStation. Oh, uh, I forgot. In between Super Nintendo and Nintendo, I actually picked up uh, uh, TurboGrafx-16 at the oh, yard wow. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, so yeah, PlayStation, PlayStation 2. I dropped out of gaming for a while then. Got back into it. We had a, a Wii. Uh, we had an Xbox 360. We've got an Xbox One out in the living room right now, a Switch. Yep. Although the kid took the Switch back with him to Newfoundland yep. when they were going to university. Yep. But yeah, so that's what we got going right now. That's my gaming history in general. I've never been a fan of fantasy games per se. Um, never been a fan of like the role-playing, like Final Fantasy, yep. like stuff like that. Never been my bag. Got it. Never been a huge fan of like the first-person shooters, like Call of Duty or that type of thing. Yep. I'm more for the sport games. Yep. Uh, the games that you can pick up, like let's say a Mario or something like that, you can play for a half hour, 45 minutes, and then leave it. Got right? It. Just something to kind of wind down, take your mind off things for a little bit. And then you can walk away. I got a question in the chat. Yeah. Have you guys talked to Gargel yet? Gargel? Do we know what Gargel is? I don't know Gargel. Is that a typo or is that Gargle short for these balls. Oh, <laughs> we got trolled. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> Dang it. Keep them coming. I love it. I love that. Wow. We actually got trolled. That's awesome. Awesome. Sweet. (laughs) So yeah. Anyway. So that's so that's my gaming preference. I realize I'm in the minority because you look at like, you know, Call of Duty, you look at even the games like Fortnite, you know, PUBG and stuff like that. Yeah. That's not my bag, but I'm in the minority. I do lean more towards Nintendo. 
uh, in terms of companies for my favorites. Yep. Um, which kind of goes against the sport game thing, yep. but in terms of easy gameplay, they're they're probably my favorite. Yeah, interesting. I think yeah, we're very very similar. Like I grew up with in television, and that was more my parents doing. Like my parents got that in the seventies, so like playing baseball on that and I learned that's where I learned how to play poker and blackjack. <laughs> I was nice. like four or five years old. Um, and then moved on to Nintendo. Um, but then did a bit of a U-turn and got into Sega Genesis. Yeah. Some echo and the primarily dolphin. because of the sports games. Yeah. Joe Montana football, wasn't it? Yep. Yeah. And like totally. in, in World Series baseball uh nba jam nba jam um, was a great game yeah no it was um yeah and then hung on that for quite a bit and then my brother got a playstation so and i i remember like one of my friends having a playstation when i was in grade eight and i think that was he got it early because his he had family in japan i think mm. Uh, but yeah, I got into the PlayStation a little bit, but now, um, kind of like you, like we've got an Xbox One, a PS4, a Switch, um, and then we've got like the original Wii. Oh, yeah, we've got the little mini NES that has like 30 games on it. Oh, totally. Um, Actually, yeah, and and like I, I like when I play games, I primarily I'm playing sports games. Yeah, my wife still has her Atari downstairs really? in the basement. Yeah, with about Keep three dozen games. Yeah, Keep it forever. Yeah, with about three dozen games, including some great ones. Like she's got Frogger, she's got Miss Pac Man, she's got one I think it's like the Winter Olympics or something. Yep. And like some other ones I'd never played before, but every now and then we break that one out. So I feel like there was an Olympics game that was like, there was one event or something that was like ridiculously impossible in it. Or maybe I'm thinking of a different game. Maybe. I will say though, I did own when I had the Atari as a kid, I did own the ET game. You did own it. Yeah. Have you ever seen the Netflix documentary on it? Oh, yeah. Really good. Oh, it's a great documentary. Horrible freaking game. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. So bad. But, yeah, great documentary. I don't know if I ever played it. You're not missing out on much. Because I can't tell you how many times I would fall into that pit that they talked about in the documentary. Yeah. And you wouldn't have a choice but to reset. I remember like that was the fun of like or that was the fun thing and like the brutal thing with renting games yeah. back in the day. Like when you would like you'd have them for two nights. Yeah. How and am I gonna finish game this game in two nights? That was like impossible or like just like Lion King. Like I remember that game being like Yeah, for Super Nintendo possible. Or was Absolutely it was impossible. Aladdin really hard too? Yeah. And actually, if you have the Switch, you can buy both of those, the electronic versions, uh, like that you can download yeah, yeah. Uh, in the Switch store. I, why would I want to do that to myself? For cheap. 
Of course they're cheap because no one wants to put themselves through that shit. <laughs> no do way. It. That's what you should do on the next live stream. Download those games. Yes. And then and then start playing. <laughs> yeah, totally. Are we gonna be a gaming <laughs> channel? Like are we are we are we oh we could do some retro ones, totally. We're expanding no our our repertoire here. We're not just an audio show anymore. Why not? I got no problem doing some retro games. I'll embarrass myself. Why All not? Right. So All right. We've got to be able to download like an emulator or something like that on our on our oh. computer and play whatever game you want ever. I'm sure. I'm sure that and I know exactly who we need to go to to ask about that. Do you? Yes, I do. I will talk to you about to uh about that after the show. Okay. So, no problems there. Okay. Um I had an idea speaking of shows for a comedy skit that I wanted to run past you. Okay. <laughs> um I have long hair under this hat. Yep. Okay. Grow my beard out a bit. Not a lot, but just a bit. Leave it unshaven. Like, let it go up to here. You know? And I don't know why this concept came to me. But it just did. I thought it would be funny if I played John Wick's older, fatter brother. Who has all the anger and rage of John Wick. But none of the capabilities. So in like one 30 second skit, I would be like his older, fatter brother in the kitchen trying to open a jar of pickles and I can't do it. And then an indiscriminate set of hands comes from here, opens the jar, hands it back to me, and I just start brooding in front of the camera. And then that's the end of the skit. And then it's just a series of things like that. What's it? What's the brother's name? Jim Wick. Jim Wick. Jim Wick. Because, <laughs> you know, his, his mom had a thing for names that start with J. Jim Wick. Jim Wick. John Wick. But his mom calls him Jimmy. Older or younger? Oh, older. Because, you know, gray hair. Older, fatter brother. Significantly more out of shape version of John Wick. But, well, yeah, I would just be the older, fatter brother of John Wick. Does he have the skill set of, like, Star Wars Kid in the Garage? <laughs> sure, let's go with that. Like I said. Now he I'm has, bought in. Now see, I'm bought in. He's got all the anger. He's got all the rage, but none of the capabilities. Yeah, okay. Now He's I'm got in. no coordination. He's got no know-how. He's got no skills whatsoever. <laughs> But he has all the rage and he has all the anger of John Wick. Now I'm bought in. And he can't do, now he can't, and he can't do simple everyday things. No. Like one thing will just be a 15 second clip of him on hold trying to get through to somebody and him brooding the entire time. (laughs) When did you think of this? Like the night I texted you that I had an idea. What 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 caused you to think of this? That's the thing. It just hit me out of nowhere. <laughs> the best ideas do, don't they? Like, I don't know if it's a good idea or a bad idea, but I might have to run with it and just get it out of my system. Okay. And how, how do you plan on supporting this idea or this vision that, that, that you've had? 
Now, what do you mean by support? Are, like, is this like a one-time conversation, or are you going to try to make this like a real thing? And I well, say I might that just... because, like, you you have the ability to take like tomato time. Yeah, remember tomato time? Oh, tomato time was awesome. Tomato time. Um, only hams. Only hams is still going. Is it? Yeah, I just posted something earlier <laughs> or yesterday. It's awesome. Yeah, only hams is still a thing. And now we've got uh, Jim, Jimmy Wick. <laughs> and now possibly Jimmy Wick. Little Jimmy Wick, as his mom, as Mama Wick would call him. Uh, oh, what are we doing? I don't know. But like I said, it just came to me. Okay. So I'm thinking it's something. I'm here for you. Okay. I'm going to get warmer because I'm getting cold. <laughs> so in terms of support, um, there is no real support. It's just going to be me doing it. it. <laughs> um, so I will have to find like a white shirt and a black tie. Okay. And I'll just have to film these and edit them. You're going to film some into, like, vignettes? Yeah, like little 15, 30 second things. It's not going to be a big thing. And then I'm just going to have to like create an Instagram account or something. You need Vine. We need Vine back. I wish Vine was back. Oh, I miss Vine. I hate to say it, but I might have to do these on like TikTok. <sighs> I, I, say, I, might uh, have to... no, I shouldn't say, uh, I have TikTok. Just I don't post on it, but I have TikTok. This is where it might make the most sense to put them. Because if there's going to be a chance of capturing an audience, TikTok is going to be it. You're going to be TikTok famous. No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm going to be made fun of so hard. Jimmy Wick. And I don't care because this idea makes me laugh. That's all, that's all that matters, like, man. That's all like, that matters. The fact that John Wick's older brother has all the same characteristics, but none of the talent. <laughs> Pretty hilarious. Is completely inept. <laughs> and is seen as the black sheep of the family because of that, you know? Oh, don't mind Jimmy. He'll get over it soon. Meanwhile, he's over there burning in the corner because he's got like jam on his shirt or something. <laughs> Come Jimmy on. Wick. Oh, Jimmy. Or Jimmy Wick. Wow. <laughs> so when you sent me I those think... when you sent me those gifts a couple nights ago, I had no idea that it would turn into this. Yeah. So anyway, it might have to be a thing. It might have to be a thing. <laughs> <laughs> and not just anyway. for Halloween. Oh, God, no. No. Although, I don't know how many of them I'm going to have to make. And I don't even know how quickly I'm going to do it. But it's definitely something I'm going to have to plan out. And I'll see how many I can come up with. And go from there. Yeah. So, okay. we'll see. Yeah. Um, there was one other thing you wanted to mention to me, and I haven't listened to this yet, but Boomsies. Boomsies with Dan O'Toole. Dan O'Toole is back, and I love that he's back. Me too. And I haven't listened yet. I'm two episodes behind. It's... There is only two episodes, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I haven't listened to the second one yet. I've only listened to the first one. Um, it's on, like, honestly... It's 
it's way better than I thought it was going to be. And I thought it was going to be good. It, when it's just him and not Jay, like you really understand how funny Dan is and how quirky he is. Like, he's not like Jay. Jay's very like, he's comedic, just very outwardly. Like he's he's Mm -hmm. like Ron Burgundy. Like that's exactly who I would say he is. Dan's a little bit more subtle with his comedy, but like, and it's his delivery and the awkwardness and like, and all of that. And the fact, like, it's only him. Like, it's just him talking. He has a guest. He he'll, he does have guests on. Yeah. But it's just him. And, like, the balls to do that. And I'm not saying, I'm not saying for him. Like, he's more than capable of doing it. Like, I really, really, really enjoyed it. I didn't really, ex- I, I don't know what I expected. I expected there to be other people. I just, I didn't expect it to just be him talking. And it was really, really good, man. Really, really honestly, good. the I think that's the thing for me is like, as a Jay and Dan fan, I always knew Dan was funny. Yeah. So the fact that he's put this out now, and by all accounts, it seems to be doing like very well. Yeah. He's got producer Tim on it. How can producer I- Tim is is producing it? Producer Tim got let go the same day that Dan did. That is crazy. And so now they've, and then there's another guy from TSN who's still at TSN who's helping on it as well. I'm just so happy for Dan that this is a thing and that he's back at it. Yeah. And I hope he has nothing but continued success with this. Honestly, I hope it turns into something big for him. Yeah. And it just keeps growing from there. He made a really good joke um about like after he was let go from tsn um like someone was saying like you must have just had like phone calls of like like to to get you swooped up he's like no there's literally only two companies in the entire country yeah it's Bell and, Rogers. <laughs> and, if that and he just got me and it's like, and what I do is highly specialized. And if that role is already being done, which it is at, at Sportsnet by multiple people, where do I go? Yeah. Like he just got let go from one of those two companies. And like you said, if the other one's not calling, what the hell are you supposed to do? Yeah. No, it'll, I think he's, uh, He'll be able to turn this into something, I think. That's awesome. I think so. Like it just seems like it it just like with everything that's happened to him in the last year, I guess. This seems like this is like exactly what he should be doing. That's so good to hear. Yeah. Yeah. As as you were telling me this, I looked up the podcast, I added it to my rotation. And gonna give it a go. So I will get those first two episodes down this week yeah. and uh, be ready to go for a new drop later this week. I'm assuming. I would assume so. I will. So, uh, I'm eagerly awaiting the inevitable Taggart appearance. Oh, and Torrance and Torrance appearance. Totally gonna happen. Yep. Oh, you know, and hopefully a awesome. J appearance. Oh, that would be great. 
Like it, it, it was it, honestly, it was heartbreaking listening, like hearing Dan talk about what happened. He's like, I literally like, I got to go to work every day with someone who we just wanted to make each other laugh. That's all we wanted to do. Like, we were not good at our jobs. We never tried. <laughs> but the only <laughs> thing we did try was make each other laugh as much as possible. And like, that sucks to have that taken away the way that it was. Um, yeah. But obviously, you know that they're still the closest. I mean, there's a reason why they are held in such high regard across yeah. the country. So, yep. I get it. No, yep. Oh, I'm, like I said, super excited to see him back doing something in the same genre that he was doing before. So, yeah. I will definitely be listening. Yeah, like it's not just a sports podcast. It's kind of well, it's it's a it's like kind of just a lot of podcasts now. It's a little bit about everything. Yeah, obviously it's going to be about sports because that's what he's best known for and and all of that. But it definitely doesn't seem like it's going to be like a specifically a sports geared podcast. No, I get it. Totally. Yeah, I meant to ask. Yeah, have you been? Because uh, I know you watch a ton of YouTube. Yeesh. Have you gotten into any new channels or anything? I have. What have you gotten into lately? Let me pull this one up. Okay. This is the fun about doing this live because we can literally take a look at things. Um, Let me share my screen. So this is my latest uh endeavor actually i gotta change these get them all um google foods this guy is the king of cooking steaks or like cooking meat in general like smoking it searing it like just he's phenomenal okay he does a bunch of like experiments with like dry aging meat with like the bomb hot sauce from hot ones Mm. or like um I'm going to dry age uh, a a piece of meat in lemon or in lime grind. Like, and just seeing what happens to the flavor and the texture and all this sort of stuff. Anyway, and it's it's just everything he cooks looks absolutely amazing. Like, just chef's kiss. Awesome. Um, Definitely worth a watch if you're into, like, kind of foodie YouTube channels. This is really one of the only ones that I watch um, and it makes me hungry every single time I watch it. It's crazy, but it's so good. It's so good. Fair enough. How about you? Uh, there's a couple I'm into. Um, there's one that's called tribal people try. Okay. So you've probably seen stuff like, you know, Irish people try or stuff like that. Yep. This one is a variation of that, but it's, tribal people from Pakistan that try a bunch of food products. And it's a great, it's a great spin on an old classic YouTube video, right? It's, it's all subtitled. So just a a heads up. Um, But there's something really wholesome about it. How they talk about the foods, how they talk about the ingredients and relationship with them and stuff like that. Interesting. And then how 
and just their general reactions. So I would highly recommend people watch watch a couple of the tribal people try. Okay. Um, it's really good. Okay. Um, the other one is one of my all-time favorite shows. British comedy show called Taskmaster. Okay. Never and I don't know I don't if... I've, I don't think I've heard of that one. They are up to, I think it's season 12 or 13 now. What they do is they get a group of British comedians together. And there's, let's say, five on a season. And there's a taskmaster and his assistant. It's the same guy every season. Okay. And the taskmaster tells them what they have to do for uh, an assignment. So there's one assignment where it could be, okay, here's a potato. Here's this fake golf green you have to get the potato into that hole the the golf green hole but you're not allowed to step on the carpet we put down there (laughs) like just stupid stuff like that right right? they don't give them a whole lot of instructions they tell them things they're not allowed to do yeah what they're not to do Yeah, so and so it leaves it open to interpretation and the way these comedians' minds work sometimes and they kind of bend the rules but not break them. Like it's really friggin' funny. Oh man. So yeah, Taskmaster. And I think they've got 10 or 11 seasons out of the 13-ish online. Oh man. Oh, it's so good. Oh, it's so good. So yeah, Taskmaster. Highly recommend that one. If you haven't watched it yet. No, I have not. I have never heard of it. Definitely give that one a go. Yeah, totally. So anyway, I think that's going to do it for this show, man. I think we did it. We did it in 43 minutes. Look at us go. Look at us go. Just flying. (laughs) And we even got trolled at the same time. Yeah, by Jolly Pop Pop here, who said love love you at the end. So hopefully we know this person and just wanted to. Welcome back anytime. (laughs) Yeah, it's better comedic effort than what we can put out. (laughs) Exactly. Except for Jimmy Wick. Except for Jimmy Wick. Copyright, by the way. Yes. Yes. I don't think you need to worry about that. (laughs) Um, So make sure you check out the podcast on all our virus social media. So you can go to Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Twitch, follow us all that other good stuff. Uh, make sure you check us out anywhere where you get your fine po- podcasts or not so fine podcasts like ours. Um, <laughs> and if you're interested, uh, we do have a music listening club called Wax and Poetic. You are free to join if you'd like. You just got to drop us a line on any of our social media. Uh, we listen to a new album monthly. Yep. Uh, we have a rotation of albums. So if you join the club, you get to submit a selection of albums and we do it on a rotational basis. Um, and we do a monthly meeting to get together and discuss the album. It's kind of like a book club, but not as lame because it's music. So That's true. And although, this month is falling into you by Celine Dion. I was about to say, although this month's selection <laughs> would kind of make it. Anyway. That's okay. Yeah. Thank you again, Ricky, for this month's selection. Yes. Um, (laughs) And uh, yeah, anything else uh, you want to say to the people, Mike, before we go? 
no i just like reiterate like last night was a shit ton of fun gonna start to do that more i think have a little yeah i think that's gonna have to be a like a, a little a bi-weekly session. thing maybe or yeah we'll figure something out but like that's cool i uh i'm definitely digging this the, the twitch stuff man now that we've like got it so that it's like super easy for us to do really digging it nice yeah all right well that's the end of the show and in the words of our first ever troll gargle Ha, 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 ha.